Satan. Yes, sir. What is the similarity between a policeman and a lawnmower? I have absolutely no idea, sir. They both kill weeds. Ha ha ha! It doesn't really make any sense because placement don't actually kill weeds, do they? Alright, guys, welcome back to Jimmy's podcast. I'm Mohammed. I'm Tom. I'm Sam. And welcome back to our fourth episode during lockdown. We're still using remote recordings, so again, any apologies uh, for any lapses in quality. Um, and so today, guys, uh, what are we talking about? Uh, weed. Mar- marijuana. Uh, ganja. Was it? That's someone had a list of names. I thought we were going to talk about gardening. <laughs> oh, sorry, she's a point sound. Well, for, actually, I've been doing quite a bit of gardening recently. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I've been doing fatty, a lot of weeding. Spliff, hot stick, J, cripple. The list goes on. It does. It's a very long list. Are you, are you in an urban dictionary, Tom? Uh, no, that was uh, something I sent to a group chat quite a while ago. Big up, Harren Loganathan. Long time listener. Oh, love to see it. But um, anyway, so guys, what are our views on... Uh, let's just get right into the meat of things. Yeah? I was going to say, well, genuinely, guys, don't want to catch up a bit? How have you guys been doing in quarantine? Seeing as it's been no, like I three, really four weeks. Well. <laughs> well, you know, sure, sure. sure. Uh, since, since, we're, since we're talking about weeds, I'll talk about uh, uh, the gardening I've been doing. You know, yesterday I was doing the weeding in the garden. Uh, I mowed oh, really? the lawn the other day. Yeah, you know, I'm already getting down to it. That's good to hear. I'm glad that you're... Uh, yeah, you've got something to help you. What about you, Sam? How are you holding up during quarantine? What's your well, advice? I've sort of stopped looking both ways when crossing roads, to be honest. <laughs> I've been slipping further and further into a world of misery. Oh, Sam, I worry about you. It's okay. There's a 50-50 chance I'll get hit by a car. But... The thing about crossing roads, right, what I've realised, and people that are scared of like crossing roads, cars don't want to hit you. That's what I always say. That's why... I don't practice road safety. Yeah, well, wait till I put my driving license. <laughs> yeah, here at Jobless Students Podcast, we are against road safety. Who needs it? That's our slogan. Yeah, because think about it, right? A driver, they they don't want to get an insurance claim or whatever, right? They don't want, they don't want to break their car, so they're not going to hit you. Sometimes but Mohammed, you're forgetting the cardinal rule of people, which is that they're stupid and they make a lot of mistakes. That is a fair point. Do you ever have like the road safety class? in like primary school what yeah of course like, like, do you know, stop and, do you know, listen. Do, you know, do you know what else I had a safety class on in, uh, in primary school drug safety no oh, I thought you said cool. like a ability back at it again with the, the insane segues so yeah on to drugs so what do you guys think about um, the, the legalisation of marijuana uh, I think it's all on board Seems wise. Yeah. yeah, the war on drugs has been a, a colossal failure. Considering that, hey, we, we don't we don't advocate that you go out and break the law. But if you know, if we if we're talking facts, here, then we we do need to realise that marijuana, provided you're over the age of twenty five and your brain has stopped fully stopped developing, then it's like significantly you know less harmful than cigarettes and alcohol, both of which are legal. And considering how massive that the, the do you have any numbers, Mohammed, on how big the weed industry is? I'm assuming it's in the billions. And that's money um, that we could be taxing 
instead of using to fund uh, criminal organisations, which do a lot worse than sell weed. Yeah, I mean, um, I mean, I'm reading a report by the, the London School of Economics here, and and, and the, the main problem with um, it being illegal is that you know there, there's no way to enforce you know restrictions on it, you know, uh, regulate it, tax it, etc. And that's why there's so much violence because uh, there's no way to enforce contracts without drug competitors and the law enforcement. So that means violence is the the only way to do it. That's why the, the drug trafficking markets tend to be controlled by organisations with a high capacity for violence. Yeah, exactly. If you're not, if the government isn't there to step in, and and you're leaving things up to the criminal world, then the people that get on top are always just going to be the most violent. So the people that are selling the most weed are just going to be the ones most willing to use violence to get what they want. If you have a regular, if you can regulate it, then you're you're fixing a lot of those problems. The, the the violence in in the in the weed industry so it's something which really um, gets me because you know I've seen a few examples of this there'll be you know there'll be people will be vegans you know they don't want to harm animals or whatever they'll only buy fair trade and they they say they care about all these, these human rights things but then they go and smoke a spliff on the weekend and, and I'm just like do you know how many child farmers and child drug traffickers probably got killed in the production and of, how much of that, of that weed produces yeah so, that's yeah. Uh, I, I don't think CO2 is the biggest uh, problem here, but I just find that a great deal of hypocrisy in the in the, in these people. No, I can see where you're coming from. It's true, a lot of drugs. Hey, the, the thing is, it, not all weed, you know, there is a lot of people in Britain even that would just literally grow them in their attic and then sell them down. The fact is you don't, a lot of the time you don't know where it's come from, which means A, that it could be cut with stuff, which is rare, but, you know, it, it's happened before. You hear a lot of stories think- about Cutting I don't things. think that's the problem with um, weed. It's more yeah. other sorts of drugs. Yeah, but but second, you don't know where the money's going. Oh, um, speaking of um, speaking of uh, cutting stuff, <laughs> there was a story. Is uh, in a school. This guy, he uh, he, he sold uh, weed to the other guy. The guy opened it up, and it was a whole. <laughs> it was a whole bag of broccoli, <laughs> and my guy had paid fifty quid for it. And it was a massive fight. Which is fun. He was a bit stupid then, really. But there, 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 are, there are a lot of people that think that this war on drugs seems to um, do a lot more harm than it does good, uh, and that we'd be better off just legalizing it. Again, we are not advocating the the use of it, so don't smoke weed and say that the students said it was okay because we don't. <laughs> We're just here to discuss discuss some some theories. They've been around for quite a while, actually. You know, yeah. people have been advocating for this kind of thing since the 70s. But, um, you know... Um, we, um, well, I put up a poll on our uh, podcast accounts uh, story uh, a couple of hours ago. Yeah, big and, up Jobless uh, students on Instagram. At the Jobless podcast on Instagram, make sure you follow. But um, we've got, so far, so only a couple of hours, we've only got 18 responses. And, you know, this is bearing in mind that our demographic is mainly, you know, teenagers that are our age, right? Uh, we had 15 votes for yes and three votes for no. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think you can definitely see the shift. But, I mean, that does have something to do with the fact that, that young people are the, the biggest proportion by far of, of marijuana users. Let me bring up some numbers now. You guys keep talking in the background. Mm-hmm. So, it's not just me slightly tapping away. Well, um, I mean, going back to the whole, um, to all about the, the underground world and the, the unfairness of the, the marijuana industry, I mean, I'm looking at a, a drug abuse statistics. Um, 
incarceration statistics, right? And it says that the percentage of people in federal prison for marijuana-related charges in 2018 that were Hispanic was um, 51%. I mean, this is uh, obviously taken from America. And and 72.5% of traffickers were career offenders. Uh, and I think, you know, it, it does... Um, it highlights some of the fact that if you ever watched um, sort of Marcos in Mexico, right, mm-hmm. you know how big the the, the, the the trade is in terms of the, the illegal side of it. Yeah. yeah. Well, I know. Because um, one of the, you know, the, the, the main reason that the government has, obviously, is um, the damage that to uh, marijuana, which I think is now classed as a, as a Class B drug, isn't it? It got moved up. Did it? Yeah, I'm not sure about that. Oh, let me double check. Um, but yeah, well, one of the things that they um, they say is that um, oh, it is a it is a class B drug, just to clarify. But you know, which is um, kind of on the same level as like most hallucinogenics, it, like high up. And you, you think it'd be quite damaging, but again, when you look at like what, no one has ever died. Um, Direct to use of, uh, you know, linked directly to marijuana. I think no, 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 no death has been like solidly proven. That's because people would say like all drugs are addictive, but I, I don't. I think this story is quite a bit more complicated than just it's addictive. Because I, I, I think when you look at addiction, kind of to bring it away from just drug use, people can get addicted to anything that's seen as an escape. Well, actually, you know, you can get addicted to you can get addicted to food, you can get addicted to sex, you can get addicted to video games, yeah, a- anything that's kind of um, anything that provides you with an escape from your problems, you can get addicted to. And marijuana does exactly that; it calms you down, it mellows you out. Yes, I think escapism and dependency are two very, very different things. And um, I think escapism is good to an extent. You know, you come home from a from a hard day at work, you you play some video games, and that's escapism. But I think once you uh, build an unhealthy dependency, I mean, I'm on the NHS website right now, and they say that you know, 10% of uh, regular cannabis users become dependent on it. I think it highlights the fact that you know these vices, uh, but any dependency on vices becomes quite quite bad. Yeah. So there's two types of addiction: uh, physical and mental. And something like heroin is like physical, where it's like chemically addictive, whereas something like alcohol or marijuana is only mentally addictive, which is... From no, I thought from... alcohol could become physically addictive as well. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because you get, you get withdrawal, don't you? You get withdrawal from alcohol addiction. It's the same with cannabis as well. I'm reading here. You uh, get withdrawal from get... cannabis. Yeah, it says you can have... Uh, Cravings, difficulty sleeping, mood swings, irritability, restlessness. It's the dopamine withdrawal, basically. I mean, this is what yeah. it says on the NHS website, so I'm taking that as fact. But yeah, but a lot of people now are saying, um, because asking yourself, because I mean, but we can't just be looking at how much damage it does. Because we, you, know, you can look at cigarettes, which. Um, I think, I think, I think anyone agrees that um, cigarettes are bad. It's just that people don't seem to agree that cannabis is bad, uh, the, the negative qualities of cannabis. But the point about cigarettes is that they're legal. Well, actually... So is something um... being... Is something... Alcohol can damage you in, if taken in excess. Is something being bad for you really enough of a reason to, to, um, to you know, criminalise it? Because well, you look at cigarettes now. Because I mean, I was in Tesco the other day, and there was a guy trying to buy um, 
uh, cigarettes. And it turns out they're, they're banned methanol cigarettes uh, completely. They're the worst type of cigarettes. And um, now I looked it up, and yeah, they're, they're, uh, as of a couple of days ago, they've completely banned methanol cigarettes. I, I don't think that just criminalizing everything is the way to go. Because you see a lot of problems that it's causing, um, especially in other countries. Because, right, you can take, um, I'm sure you guys have all heard of Portugal, where their, their heroin use was so bad. <laughs> their heroin <laughs> use was so bad that they decided that to just try decriminalizing it and see if it worked. And it did. You know, heroin use in Portugal halved. And that's because when something isn't illegal, you're more likely to go and get help for it. But I think that the, the, the effect that decriminalizing has on um, the effect that decriminalizing has on, on harder drugs and drugs that cause a physical dependency are different to ones in uh, just mental dependency. I think, I think if, if we remove uh, in the discussion, if we just remove the, the aspect of criminality and, and the prison sentences, etc., if we just look at you know um, it as a substance you can take. I think any any vices that you're taking in order to try and escape and be happy or just chill, I think I think for me personally, that's a it's, it's, it says a lot about your personality. But how are you having to rely on these substances to to be? But, but there's think, a big difference because, like you said, what is you know, it, it, let's say that it is um, not as harmful as a lot of people say. It's you know, if you're over 25, then the risk of because if you're under 25, if you take it when you're developing, it's true. Um, people that use marijuana before 12 are twice as likely to experience a major mental illness. Yeah, neuroplasticity. Um, um, afterwards, you know, before 25, before when your brain stops developing, basically, because that's the age it does. That's why I keep saying 25. Um, it, it can increase your chances of developing mental illnesses. But if you do it afterwards, then the, the risk drops off greatly. What is the real difference with, like, watching TV? Because watching TV is a form of escapism. Pretty much any media you consume is a form of escapism. Even reading a book, you know, I, I I think it's I think when you say that they're incompetent or lazy just because they're no, no, choosing drugs, incompetent and lazy. I was say when when you okay, media and books etc. is one thing, but I think yeah, if you if you happen to turn to substances to do it, I think it's a highlights a wider issue. I think you need to address those issues first. You know, it's more of a mental health thing. You need, you need to address why you're trying to escape so much and yeah, but it, that it, kind of thing. Do you believe yeah. the same about? Sorry, Sam. Well, I can't really hear you. It's a different sort of experience, isn't it? I get that. Like they're not looking yeah. for escapism; they're looking for something further. I mean, Mo, you, you personally, you you think the same thing about alcohol, don't you? Well, I think um, I mean, with my views on alcohol, is sort of like um, when people rely on it to to have a personality, and that, that that's my issue. I mean, that's completely different uh, things that we're talking about here. Recreationally, isn't it? So you do think that alcohol and, and weed are different then? Oh, yeah, definitely. I think I think weed is definitely better than alcohol. Okay, Because, I mean, I was talking to my sister the other day, and she was, she was saying, you know, if she's, um, you know, late at night, alone on the train, she would rather have someone there who's high on weed than someone who's drunk. Because the person high on weed is less likely to, to do something. Yeah. Yeah, I think, and I think that is one of the big things that people are talking about. You know, what, I think we have to start actually asking these questions. Like, how come alcohol and cigarettes are allowed when um, marijuana is like, you know, like held under such a like a tight grip? And there are there are a lot of reasons. I don't know if you guys have seen Adam ruins everything. There's a on YouTube, and what they talk about is how much of the the war on drugs was actually the CDC 
kind of manufacturing this idea that um, weed was this really harmful drug that, you know, makes you crazy and bloodlust and that it was used predominantly by um, Mexican and other Latino people of the time. So basically they, they weaponized this relatively harmful drug to an oppress you know, an entire minority of America in the 1920s. Because you can look at it again, you know, in, seven, in the 70s with the crack epidemic, which was very clearly used to oppress um, black and African-American minorities in America. Like, you know, yeah, selling definitely. and allowing the selling of of um, hard drugs in like very like impoverished and deprived areas. So you do. You, I think it's more about just people actually asking the question, because, you know, there is a very big thing between saying, you know, we don't recommend that you do, you know, that, that you do drugs and locking someone up in, in prison for like years and years just, yeah. just because they've smoked a bit of weed. Oh, yeah, I definitely think wondering. possession should be um, uh, criminalized. I think, I think the dealing, perhaps, because chance of your if you if you deal weed, you're dealing other drugs as well. I mean, uh, I think, but I think possession is definitely not a reason to. I, I think that dealing should be uh, isolated to just regulated companies, right? So then you can provide regulation um, to the sale of it, make sure it's safe. Whereas if it if it's going through dealers, then obviously there's a much higher risk. So dealing should be um, made legal. Yeah, so, so, so exactly how it is with alcohol. You know, bootleg alcohol is obviously dangerous, but obviously if you go to a pub, you're generally going to have decent alcohol. Yeah, exactly. yeah, and that's the kind of thing that you can control because you see in Canada and specific states in America, like California, where I'm mean, can check that. I'm not pretty sure, and that where where weed is legal now. And they have dispensary yeah, network. I can't say they have shops where you can buy like proper stuff that's been grown properly. You know that the money you spend it is going towards a small business and not criminals that are doing much worse things than just selling marijuana. Yeah, and I think removing that sort of aspect of uh, underhand behaviour um, removes the possibility of advancing on to, to worse drugs. Because, you know, if you're going to a weed dealer instead of a weed like, shop, if you're going to a dealer, he's obviously going to probably, chances are, offer you, um, oh, if you give me five extra pounds, I'll give you um, a, a much harder drug, you know, so something which actually is a lot more dangerous. Uh, the chances of advancing on to harder drugs is, is, is far yeah, greater. There's no, there's no oversight. There's no one to make sure that what they're selling you is what they're telling you you're selling. I think you can look at it in, in a similar way to, um, especially when it comes to teens and, and youth, you can look at it in a similar way that you can look at um, sex education. Because right? you can say, don't just never do it. We're not going to teach you about it because just don't have sex. And you can simply do That's drugs. There are certain things that people are always going to do. And there are more intelligent ways of dealing with it than simply telling people don't have sex, don't do drugs. Because you can look that when you increase sex education, it actually lowers things like teen pregnancy, abortion rates. Because when people know what they're doing, when people have the information, have the education, then they can actually make intelligent choices about it. If you're simply telling people, you know, well, don't do weed, weed will fry your mind and kill you and turn you gay and all this, you know, bullcrap. And <laughs> then, then I'm just going to say, okay, well, everything you say is a lie. So I'm just not going to pay attention. If you talk to them honestly and you tell them, you know, the real issues and the real problems, then they can actually make decisions for themselves. So if you do things like legalize it, people know that they can, you know, that they can actually get taught about the, the real risks of doing it before a certain age 
and the, the effects it can have on their brain if they're smoking too often and the risk of getting dependent on any form of escapism rather than simply acting like it's some like devil substance that you can never talk about. But then yeah. say that, Tom, but I mean, are people really going to pay attention to that? Like, you know, playing devil's advocate, people, I mean, teenagers are drinking and they're smoking at the moment. So I don't think that necessarily making it legal is actually going to make it any harm. no i think i think i think it will because teenagers you know drink and smoke just to to act rebellious and everyone's so cool they're not actually like committing hard crimes right if they were actually rebellious and didn't care about anything they'd go and rob a shop or whatever right yeah. they're not doing that like, the average middle class teenager is going to smoke a, 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 a joint and be like oh god i'm so rebellious so once you remove the criminality aspect of that then they're not going to do it and if they are doing it then they're doing it safely yeah, exactly. No, no, but it's not. It's about. It's, I'm just thing. saying. Um, my point, Sam, is in that, like, the power of education, and then making sure that instead of just telling kids not to do something, that you give them a reason, like, but and you right. actually right. hate them, and you let them make a decision, rather than simply saying this is evil, don't do it, and then just moving on. No, but you need to. I mean, sometimes you can't let people make that decision. You kind of have to make it for them. I mean, I, no, but I you can't. With legalization, that's but I that's, can. that's the point. Like, you can't make that decision for them. You can't. Yeah, that's true. Them. Well, you can't. You can't. You can't. You can't keep a hold of their life for twenty four hours you, a day, you, seven days. You literally you cannot stop to. them. You can try, but we've shown through the war on drugs that it's a colossal failure. You can't stop people from doing drugs. You can teach them like proper action. There, I reckon most of the kids that end up getting hooked on the really hard stuff don't really know the real risks. They don't really know into. They think they can beat it. Because instead of being told, you know, genuine things, they're just being told lies and and exaggerations. So they just stop trusting, like their teachers and their, because they're not being, they're not having a real. If you talk to someone like a kid, then they're just going to discount you. If you have a real conversation about the dangers of women, then I they, they can help me. I think one thing which is ignored here is. Um... The links between, you know, someone being in a poor mental health state and then their use of drugs. So everyone always demonise people that you know, go to drugs or the teenagers. Oh, you're just a, a teenager gone bad who's is doing drugs or whatever. But chances are, I mean, uh, from from my experiences with, with the people that I've seen that have you know gone down the the, the drug lane, they've generally had mental health problems or issues at home, which just haven't been addressed, and they've just been written off by you know the, the rest of their peers and teachers, or whatever. That oh, they're just a teenager gone bad because they they've gone towards drugs and they're failing. Yeah, to absolutely. If, you've, mm-hmm. if you feel like you've got a problem, this goes for all drugs, if you feel like you've got a dependency on something, and that something is illegal, then instead of getting help, like, you know, if you had, I don't know, say an alcohol problem, it might be a bit easier to go to your parents and say, or, or, or a trusted teacher or a trusted adult, and say, hi, I'm, I'm struggling with this, you know, because like, you can't get in trouble for it. But if you know that you go to a school, and instead of helping you, they're just going to report you to the, to the police, why the hell would you try and get help? I think it just doesn't make any sense. You have to be intelligent about it. You have to actually understand the way that teens think. You can't just tell a teenager not to do it and expect them to not to do it. Because yeah, they're going to do it. The best way to do it is to try and make sure that they do it safely. No, but they can't do it safely. That's what I'm saying. Well, make it so they can by decriminalising it. And you can no, but it doesn't it make it safe etc. for kids no, but not for kids. Actually, that's a good point. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying because, um, Tom, you said earlier that um, only people over the age of 25 should be able to do it. 
because of the brain development, and now we're talking about teenagers. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. We should legalize it. Yeah, oh. but saying that, saying that, saying that, you know, before the age of 25, it does increase your chances of doing bad mental health, and yeah, you know, but afterwards, it's not as bad. Then, then they realize. Then they they have more trust in you. If you simply say drugs just is awful and it will destroy your body and you'll get addicted and you'll immediately start doing heroin, everyone knows that that's not true. So they start discounting everything you say, including the parts that make sense and including the parts that are actually good, decent messages that need to be spread. I think. If you haven't, I'm just advocating for an honest, open, like conversation about it in schools. But I think that is what's already happening. To be honest, like going off my experience of how they've taught us about drugs i think it's been fairly i do think our school does it quite well like for example um our teacher uh, our head of year um gave a talk on drugs about um like the kind of like the criminal organizations that you can be support that you end up you end up supporting if you buy um even small things like marijuana yeah, that's my biggest issue at the, at the moment. Like, I, I just don't see how people can claim to be all these, you know, these care about animals and all that kind of thing and then go and buy, buy drugs and criminal organisations. So, so that, that, that really annoys me. And that is the kind of thing that you cut out. Because at the yeah. end of the day, right, if, if, you, if you can't stop people from smoking weed, which we've all but proven over literally 50 years of trying to stop people from smoking weed... Um, then um, you might as well try and do it better. You know, who would you rather the money be going towards? Criminal organisations are doing things like human trafficking, you know, forcing women into prostitution, much harder drugs being sold to vulnerable people, or to, to businesses that pay tax, you know, and that, and that tax can then be going into helping people with mental illness rather than just putting them in prison because they decided to try and use substances instead of, you know, trying to, like, seek a problem. But at the end of the day, on a personal level, if we're looking at, you know, alcohol, weed, I would rather, as all like, um, uh, excessive drinking and, and marijuana use, I'd rather my kids didn't do either, to be honest. No, obviously. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, but, sorry, go on. It's like when, when, you know, I think we're all teenagers, we all have people with really, really strict parents. It doesn't work. You can't just tell people not to do stuff and, and just treat them like idiots. Because they'll just disregard everything you say. If you have an honest conversation, if you tell them genuinely, you know, the facts, then you take out that instinct to rebel. Yeah, I, I don't think it's about being strict or whatever. I think it's about uh, not condoning it or, or you know, saying it's good, you know. Yeah, exactly. It's not saying I, I think, we recommend it. I think it's something yeah, like... If you're going if you're, if you're to do it, then at least teach them how to do it a bit more safely. But you can't do it safely. But you can do it safer than other things. It is safer to buy. It would be safer to buy it from a a shop than it would be to buy it from, um, you know, someone that's like possibly cut it. That is safer. No, I don't know what I think. I think think sounds kids. I think what Sam's trying to say is that by you know teaching them how to do it is like kind of like saying don't murder people. But if you're going to do it, strangle them because it's easier. You know what I mean? Yeah, but it's not the same because people aren't same, naturally inclined. People aren't naturally inclined to murder in the same way that they're naturally inclined to have teenage sex and do drugs or drink. Yeah, but I'm. So, you right. can't <laughs> simply tell them that it's evil and not to do it. You can't just say don't do it because they're always going to do it. It's just I'm, stupid. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm saying like you need to explain to them why they shouldn't do it, but then you also need to enforce it to make sure that they don't do it. 
Because it's so like, it's like so you're like against the legalization of the substances. Sorry, say that again. You're against uh, legalization. No, I'm for legalization, but only for people over 25. Yeah, that's why that, I'm saying that as well. Yeah, but you're, you're saying about like teenagers are going to be doing it. No, we need to. No, I'm just talking about changing our education system. So it's not just telling people don't do drugs. They're actually being honest I, I don't and open think, and having a real conversation, I, rather I, than just because you can't just have fault, really. Because the fact is, you can't really enforce it. Schools can't do yeah, anything. Exactly. It's like, it's like alcohol. The police don't do anything. Underage drinking still happens. Yeah, but kids know full well the consequences. They're just not prepared to face them because they think, oh well. You know, so what? I'm only 17 or whatever. It's not going to affect me, when really it does. I mean, does it? You know, like we know the. I mean, you know, I'm not out anyone, but there are a vast number. Most teenagers, at least half of them, you know, tend to smoke at some point. Nearly all of them drink, unless they're you know religious or just have a like very specific aversion to it. We are. So there's just no point in just telling people not to. Yeah, I'm, yeah, but you need to tell people not to, don't you? Yeah, you can tell people not to, but you can't just say don't do it because that literally yeah. doesn't do anything. It doesn't enforce it. Is, it's not going to actually it. affect whether or not they do it. And tell them why it's, they shouldn't. Well, I think that is the yeah, thing. Yeah, it's already. just about having. I'm literally just saying, and then we'll move on because we've just been arguing over this for like 10 minutes now, that they need to make drug education and explaining why you should do drugs more honest and have actual conversations. Right. Rather well, I, than I th- simply saying, don't do drugs or don't do drugs because it will kill you. Well, I think that... Or, you know, just a lies. I think it's already honest. And even if it wasn't... To honest, it, is quite, it is fairly honest, I would say. I think, I think you're both kind of... We, we, we're quite lucky the school we go to. I think they do it. They deal with it a lot better than... I don't, I don't think a lot of schools do kind of just not do it properly. I mean, especially in places like America. Well, yeah, but then it's down to the parents often as well. Like... I do if you America, right? It just always fascinates me more than more than because what well, I always imagine that America is quite similar to the UK or even a bit more laid back. But it always fascinates me how much more religious they are in America than they are here in the UK. Yeah, no, it's crazy. They're like the proper god squad over there. Right. Yeah, but they all drink. I just, I just think it. You just have to. It's more about just asking these questions, you know, and actually seeing trying to trying to get to the bottom of why certain things are illegal and why certain things aren't. In a similar vein, you can look at you can look at LSD, which have a, a, a much bigger effect. But again, if you're of a certain age, doing it occasionally really isn't going to have any negative effect in your life. I'll, I'll stay away from the LSD argument here because I'm, I'm not too knowledgeable on them on, on, on that. But um, it's pretty dangerous, I think, or it can be. But um, yeah, I, th- I think I think definitely as as long as long as alcohol is legal, I have no idea why marijuana is illegal. Just showing that this like war on drugs just doesn't work. I, I think the war on drugs was based on outdated research and outdated uh, concepts. Yeah, just yeah, it was never going to work. So we should stop pretending it does. I, I think maybe in the nineteen sixties, based on the on the conceptions that they had, it, it probably was doing good in their eyes. But based on what we know now, that is you know, much less harmful than we originally thought. Know, yeah. no, but we never, we, they never, they never thought that it was more. They were just lying more. No, they did. That's, 
no, no, no. thinkers. They thought their perfect little middle class kid was going to be completely ruined and going to gang violence. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Obviously, parents children. thought that. But the the, the uh, you know, the scientists they knew that it was like weed well, really wasn't that big a deal. Yeah, they were just peddling these myths, just peddling these lies to, to push your own. You have to remember that you know, mar- marijuana in the Western world is still relatively uh, a, a new thing. I mean, in the Middle East and uh, in Middle Eastern countries, they've been growing it for a very long time, and in Hispanic countries as well. And it's quite, you know, uh, it's been in their culture for a very long time. In the West, it's relatively new. Oh, yeah, another thing. So, sorry, it's a bit not really related to what you just said, Mohammed. Um, but I hate what? the smell of it. So I think, <laughs> I think that either. Right. You know what, guys? Guys, we were going to legalize weed, but you know what? Samuel Hughes of the Jobless Podcast. Does not like the smell. Oh, come well, on. Just cancel the whole plan. If it's you could all refrain from smoking for terms sake, please, that'd be excellent. No, no one likes the smell of it. I think it should be relegated to either... Sam, uh, Sam, Sam. I really... When you say no one likes the smell of it, I think there are a lot of people that would disagree. No, it's I'm, got quite I'm, a being, no, smell. I'm being genuinely... Like, if you look this up, loads of people on the internet will agree with you. No, seriously. Well, there's, there's a reason that you can't smoke um, everywhere, isn't there? It's because you don't want people inhaling it. I think the same should be true of weed, obviously. You, you, you shouldn't be allowed to smoke it everywhere. I think it kind of counts as everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, certainly. You shouldn't be imposing... You should be allowed to smoke in like, you public parks. To be smoked in public, I think. And if you are smoking it in public parks, you're a bit of a dick because like, there are like kids and shit there. Vaping is still quite obnoxious and you're allowed to do it in public parks. Yeah, well, I think that's... Yeah, yeah really okay. If you're doing that in well. public, you're a, bit of, you're a prick. I think anything right. that, like... But that's just public. That's just personal thing. I think... Do you think that you should be allowed to drink in public places either? Well, it depends, isn't it? Because there's kids there as well. No, no it's different. It's... If you're drinking, but you, it's not change, it's not changing your behaviour, affecting your behaviour in any way. So if you're just having, I don't know, like a cider in a pot, so then it's not like it's not like you're spilling cider into people's mouths. If you're smoking weed, then smoke is filling the airspace. So it, yeah, it's very, it's much easier when you drink. You drink for yourself. When you smoke, you're you know like you can't second drink alcohol, can you? But well, I think I think that's an interesting thing about America. Actually, you know how you're not allowed to drink in public. Is true? Yeah, you know how uh, you know in like, American movies you see them with a like a, a paper bag over their bottle, right? Yeah. Oh, I thought that's where they would like that's, that shop. But uh, apparently, that's because um, like you're not allowed to really be drinking in public. It's, it's a remnant from prohibition. Right, I did not know that. And American no. alcohol laws as well, like how you're not uh, allowed to drink. I think it's like twenty one. Yeah, they have a weird thing on alcohol. Yeah, it's twenty one. 21. You can drive so 60. You can join the army. Well, not really. It doesn't, like, when you actually think about, like, you know, before in America, you could own a house, be married, like, have a job, you're, like, serving in the military and own your own car all before you can take a drink. But, but I think that's probably why there's less of an alcohol problem in America than there is in the UK. You know, maybe. Yeah, but we, again, we like the war on drugs here. hasn't worked. Oh yeah, this is what I'm talking about drugs at the moment. I'm talking about alcohol in 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 America. 
they they haven't got much of an alcohol problem as as, as much as we do in the UK. I think that's a, it's a cultural. I would thing, not. I don't, I don't know the stats on that. So, I, I think I think that's just where you know in in the culture it's not as much ingrained as it is in the UK. Yeah, Does anyone else have any any argument? Oh, we haven't um, even talked about um, medical marijuana. It's it's medical properties. If we agree with legalization, then we're pretty obviously going to agree with that. Yeah, I know, but we, we still discuss it. We're not just here to talk about our opinions. We're here to do, discuss both sides of the argument. We are a factual, a credible yeah, source of information. Yeah, absolutely a factual source of information. I don't know what you're talking about, mate. Mohammed and Tom actually did research for this. I, I literally just sat down. Oh, yeah, but it's, that's, a, that's a funny way of saying Googling things quickly before Mohammed finishes his point. Yeah. What happened was, yeah, we, we Googled things while Sam sat and argued over whether or not we should do his joke or Tom's joke. For the well, you, know the, you know the crappy little jokes we do at the beginning? They just take like half an hour of our time. Honestly. Because Sam never likes the joke that we're going to make, and he always tries and changes it. Do you, Sam, um, do you want to tell him the joke? Because hey, Sam made such a fuss. Why don't we do Sam's joke now? And then you guys can DM us on Instagram after you've heard this bit, right? After you've listened to the joke, you go on Instagram, DM us, let us know which joke you thought was funny. Right, Sam, go ahead. Do 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 the joke that you wanted to do. Uh, yeah, let me just oh, let me just oh sorry, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the interruption came at the perfect time actually. <laughs> so, so, so sorry listeners. Yeah, due to the fact that we don't have our studio anymore, we're confined to doing it in our homes with our families, and uh, wow. which creates a fair amount of background noise. So Sam waits for the background noise and his sides die down. Mo, uh, how, how have you been? Uh, as I said, Tom, not, uh, not too bad. Uh, I've been cooking a bit as well, as well as gardening. Oh, cooking. It's good to see. What have you been cooking? Yeah. Or the, the other day, I made a steak uh, for the whole family. Ooh. One steak for the whole family. To do my <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's it's Ramadan, isn't it? How have you been finding it? Yeah, it's, it's been it's been quite good though. That um, we've been in lockdown during Ramadan. It makes it a lot easier, you know. Don't have to go out and all that kind of thing. And uh, yeah. I end up finding it harder because when I get bored, I just eat food. Yeah, that's one thing. But instead of getting bored and eating food, I get bored and watch videos about food. <laughs> when has sundown been recently like 8 eight thirty, hasn't it about 8 30 8 40 8 do you eat in the morning as well yeah yeah so i'll wake up at like um uh, 3 a.m and eat Jeez. eat some wheatabix mess up your sleep schedule but again i guess it's good that you can just sleep all day exactly yeah I mean, my sleep schedule was never perfect to begin with. You know me quite well. It's never been quite great. Oh, Sam wants to. Sam wants us to tell everyone, abandoning him from Instagram. Let them know the truth. He says. Oh yeah, basically we we had, we had an incident with the with the Instagram account earlier, and now um, he's been banned from our Instagram page. So <laughs> the posts you see are either from me or Tom. Oh yeah, and uh, in the when. Because we try to sign off when we send messages to people, so you know exactly who you're dealing with. Um, so don't worry. Now that we've gotten rid of Sam, if someone says who they are, then they're probably that person. Yeah. Oh, Sam wants to ask. Yeah, identity theft. 
I mean, first of all, identity theft is wrong. Second of all, why would you want to steal Tom Cox's identity? I mean, come on, guys. All right, and I see, yeah, it's fine. Why don't you just go check me as well? Okay, mate. Okay. All right. All right. Well, Sam, right, well, Sam I don't seems want... to be AFK. I don't know where he's bloody gone. We can't sign off without. Wait, let me... Sam, are you going to be back in the next five minutes? Wait for me, okay? We have to wait. <laughs> Right, speaking um, of the Instagram, make sure you go make sure you go check it out. Yeah, but you're actually quite active on the Instagram these days. I mean, I have to admit, I haven't been on there in a while. Yeah, um, I'm, I'm quite active at least. Oh, oh, is that is that him? Is he back? Oh, Samuel? he said he's seen these take a piss. <laughs> this no. guy, this guy left <laughs> our recording to take a piss. No, he's back. Look, he's here. Sam. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm, I'm here only momentarily. All right, well, let's sign off. No, 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 you got. There you go. You've seen our opinions on weed. Again, uh, if you're under 25, probably not a great idea. And think of the criminal organisations. But if you are going to smoke, try and make sure that it is from, um, like, just some no, no, like, 20s. Mean... To... No, 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 no. I'm going to say, I've made the entire point about being honest. If you are going to smoke, if we don't recommend that you do, try and make sure, at the very least, that it is from some random 20 year old growing in his attic and not. Some criminal organisation that, uh, like, you know, I don't know, invites kids into gangs and shit. That is that is my final point. You can say that is a that is a private comment from me, Tom Cox, who does not his views do not really represent the views of Tom. I, I don't think most teenagers check the source before that for their their, their, their bio. Well, they should. Okay, if you're going to do weed, <laughs> check the source and be safe. Be safe out there. Next, next time, get to a dealer, ask if it's fair trade. Why go? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> Alright,我们先来看一下这个。Alright,我们先来看一下这个。Alright,我们先来看一下这个。Alright,我们先来看一下这个。Alright,我们先来看一下这个。Alright,我们先来看一下这个。Alright,我们先来看一下这个。Al